Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let Dan loose on the buttons. He's pressing the one, wrong ones over there. Shelter footy cast. Mark Reddings, Will Schofield coming at you live from Backchat Studios. G'day, Skeet. How are you? Going well, Scoey. Yeah, uh, there's a hint of spring in the air, so a bit of warm weather. Uh, still a bit of footy to be played out and uh, so much talk about where players are going in the AFL. So uh, looking forward to a bit more footy talk before we switch into summer mode. You may be the busiest man in Perth media. So I was just sitting at home, you know, just minding my own business. I thought, what's happening in the Sandover? Mark Reddings is there hosting the Sandover. Yeah, it was a really good night. So yeah, doing the doing the Sandover. Had a bit of brekkie radio yesterday, doing a bit with the footy commission, doing Carl with radio on a on a weekly. You're uh, tired? Night. I'm a bit bit weary. I actually went downstairs this morning, which you're just just driving me towards this. Uh, went downstairs uh, this morning after a couple of fifteen hour days, and just gave my wife a hug. Said I'm a bit tired. And uh, she's a ripper, by the way. Um, she said, she goes, well, it serves you right for going out four nights in a row in Melbourne and getting yourself on the gas. Uh, so, I, you know, talk about, they've got good memories. I love her, but yes. they've got good memories. Very good. And that is why we love them. That is very good stuff. Uh, that was the Southern River Band boys, the boys from Thornley. They're playing a gig this weekend out at the, uh, uh, I'm going to butcher this. I need to know the name. Go and find it, please, Dan. It's not the Thornley Tavern, but it is in their home Home turf, I think it's sold out. They're going to have a good one there. We do this every Monday and Thursday on the Shelter Footy Cast, a preview, review, get right into the action. The footy season's over, so what are we going to do? I'm going to tell you that very shortly. A bit of a West Australian theme here at the Shelter Footy Cast. You can follow us on socials, Shelter Footy Cast on Instagram. You can send us an email, footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Watch us on YouTube, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Shelter born and brewed in Bustleton. Now, what are we going to do this week and going forward? Well, we're just going to start slowly transitioning into the Shelter Sportcast. Yes, there's lots of stuff happening in the footy world, but there's other sports as well. So a bit of a soft transition, but... To be honest, there's plenty to get through today in the world of footy. Um, we'll have some stuff at the back end of this. And next week, we're going to do a review on season that 2022 was. We'll have our normal big moments of what's happening in sport off the top. And then we're going to get through on the Monday, we'll get through nine teams. And then on the Thursday, we'll get through the other nine teams, get through a bit of a review of the season that was. But 
Let's get into it. Some big moments of the round or the week, I should say. Joel Selwood retires yesterday. Um, I think we said that maybe that was on the cards, the way he was reacting after the grand final. I wrote an article for Code Sports about it. And I sat down to write and I thought, what, what sort of interactions have I had with Joel Selwood? Yes, he's been a great footballer. Yes, he's been... Um, you know, the best Geelong cat of all time, I think. I, 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 you know, after just doing a bit of research yesterday, I think that's almost undisputable, to be honest, what he's been able to do. Six All-Australians, four premierships, one as captain, the most games uh, um, as captain in the VFL history for any player, the most wins as a captain ever, and the most finals played as a player ever. Yep. So that's like AFL, not even Geelong. So I think he got, jumps right to the top there. He yeah. won three best and fairest there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's I mean, Dave's record holder. Yeah, you know, forty finals went past Tucky you know, on Grand Final day, and uh, I think you're right. Look, the discussion could still be had in Geelong about uh, was it Polly Farmer, is it Gary Ablett Senior, Gary Ablett Junior, and I know it's always the most recent memory that provides uh, that that the headline of the best ever. But oh, the numbers pretty much speak for themselves, and he's yeah, he's just been a ripper. And um, I'm surprised. Yeah, People were surprised or raised their eyebrows. It was the most obvious thing I think I saw on Grand Final Day, yeah. apart from Sydney shite. It was the fact that Joel Selwood was retiring. You could tell. When he kicked the goal, I only just saw that. The, the, the banana that he kicked it was an unbelievable goal, by the way. He started crying. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, but they'd won the game already. He's not crying because they won, because like, he already knew that. Well, he told the players, I'm guessing, yeah. either Thursday yeah, or... They knew. Or, they, they all knew, which, which is great. And um, and look, there's a bit of a bit of a whisper that he might end up going straight into assistant coaching ranks. Carlton has been mentioned. Wow. Whatever he does, he'll do it with be, class. Well, and he'll be set for life, by the way. He can do whatever he wants in Geelong. He could be the ambassador for... Anything. Every, every business in Geelong, and he'd be just fine. Um, he... When I was thinking about things he's done, they're all the footy things, right? But I had some memories around uh, draft camp. He he was the best player. I just remember watching him as a seventeen-year-old out in the field, and he was just dominant. And he was the best. he should have been the number one pick that year. Mm. I remember coming home from draft camp and telling my mates, "You should see this Selwood kid. Like he's unbelievable." Um, he, he was. He, I sat next to him on the plane on the way home from draft camp as a seventeen-year-old, and I just remember him being. Like the best bloke ever. He, he sat listening to every word I had to say. Like we didn't, we'd never met each other. I was like, you know, this random kid. Um, he moved when he got drafted. They lived across the road from my family home in Geelong, and I remember going over there after I was drafted. Like you know, some skinny kid at pick fifty. Joel Selwood should have been the number one pick, effectively. And he almost seemed more happy for me that I'd been drafted than he was himself. Like he was just a good bloke and then obviously had interactions across the way my brother who's you know really quite sick at the moment in hospital with um uh, leukemia massive geelong fans you know through some contacts we reached out to joel selwood not only did he you know send a get well soon video which athletes get that all the time he he went around um the footy club at geelong and got all the big stars for jace and cameron and stewart and all, all the guys basically and then sent this jumper with a um, F-U-A-M-L. So A-M-L is acute myeloid leukemia. F-U is F-U. Mm-hmm. And had it signed, put the Jace's lucky number on the back. I just went way above and beyond what needed to be done. And he didn't know he didn't know it was my brother either. Jace, my brother, has a different last name to me. So he was just doing it for a random bloke. Yeah. It wasn't, and, you know, it's, and, that summarises what I think about him. Grand final day, the the oh, boots yeah. to the, the, the loss kicker. Um, of course, the special relationship he had with the uh, Geelong... Uh, Young bloke who the kid with Down syndrome, yep. Down Sound syndrome, who's obviously a permanent fixture around Geelong, but just the way he embraced him and so I think he rang up. Yeah, 
the parents. The parents say, look, I'm going to take care of uh, the young bloke and we'll, we'll make sure he gets home safely. So all that stuff is terrific. And it must be said, um, I've had dealings with uh, really the other Selwoods, but yeah, they're all pretty darn good citizens. Yeah, which they're they're a good stuff. family. So that it, it's one of the feel-good stories of, uh, of footy this year. You'd have to say that Bryce and Marie Selwood, so that's uh, mum and dad, uh, they must that must have been, if we're talking about Joel Selwood holding records of you know, all time, I reckon Bryce and Marie must hold all-time records for sons playing footy, for time in the game. Like They've done a bloody good job. Imagine the frequent flyer points they've racked up. Because they used to go to, when all four of them were playing, Troy, Adam, Scott, Joel, they used to fly everywhere. Yeah, but imagine how tough it would have been in the backyard there and how many windows would have been broken. And, oh, like, yeah. and Joel giving him the arm and elbow up trying to get the free S- kick. Scott was always the toughest, I think. And Scott um, had some injuries. Um, they all probably had a few injuries other than Joel. But um, Scott was the youngest. That's why he was the toughest, because he had to scrap scrap his way to the top. Uh, The Sandover medal was last night. We spoke about that. Blaine Bokhorst um, spent some time on Carlton's list. Where anywhere else is it just Carlton? Carlton obviously played with Swans and Eastermantle. Uh, Eastermantle still there, but he wins, in, he wins the Sandover after doing his ACL with three yeah, rounds to go. Round sixteen did it, um, and might he may not play again depending on how it goes. It's his wow. second Rico, so uh, he won by two votes. Hamish Brayshaw, Hamish Brayshaw, Pama, who did a really good job and had a good season. Let's be honest. But um, going back to you talk about the Bokehurst, um in twenty fourteen round seventeen round seven, I think Carlton got. Belted by Collingwood He put out a tweet saying What a disgrace The Blues One goal five Uh, They need to have a good look at themselves And Mick might have to go He gets drafted by Carlton Mick Malthouse and Carlton (laughs) It's brilliant I asked him that yesterday And it was like He explained the situation He said Twitter was quite There you go Twitter was quite new to the uh, social sphere him and I get on well. Um, and uh, <laughs> he just didn't quite realise the ramifications of it. Oh. So um, how funny was that? Uh, Blaine Bokehurst. Rock up at your AFL club. Imagine, been so Mick. <laughs> Imagine Mick as well. <laughs> he would have been absolutely shattered. Uh, there you go. That's some uh, big moments around. Let's get into West Coast and Fremantle, the Western side of things, here on the Shelter Footycast. Mark Rennings, Will Schofield. Well, trade news is starting to really ramp up now. We'll get into some of the Frio stuff. Uh, North Melbourne's assistance package that they've received from the AFL, which I still, when that sort of stuff happens, I, I don't know. It's like, we're so shit. Give us some help. And, and just, I, I don't know. I don't know how I sit with that, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, that could be used to get Griffin Logue to the football club. North Melbourne, of course, are linked to Griffin Logue and Darcy Tucker from yep. Frio. Um, they've still got to get the deals done, though, but it seems like they'll happen. Um I did wonder, and we spoke about this, whether the um, you know, Clarkson, Fagan, Hawthorne stuff that's happened over the last week would change anyone's mind there. Um, I remember saying, no, I don't. I think once you've checked out of a club, I think that's how this will play out as well. I'm more cons- interested about who then from North Melbourne, for instance, um, does the wheeling and dealing if there's stuff to be done with, say, the Dockers on that front. I'm not sure where that heads and whether it's just the footy manager uh, who goes down that path. But, yeah, the... Both well, the players that have been purported to go, like for instance, Jack Gunston going up to to Brisbane, yep. Dunkley as well, more yep. than happy. I say more than happy. Yeah, quite content. He said whether Chris Fagan is there or not, I'm, I'm committed to Brisbane. So yeah, there's. It's it's interesting because when you move clubs, I would say it's pretty rare that you're moving there for the coach, just singularly for the coach. Yeah, but you know Clarkson might be different given his history, but I would say. You know, a low percentage of players would go, oh, gee, I want to go play that because of the coach. You're going there because of the team, maybe the te- teammates, the culture, the winning culture, which but, is driven by the coach. Yeah, but, but hang on. You're going talking about Griffin Logue. 
none of those belong to North Melbourne at the moment. No, seriously, he doesn't know the players. I probably should. The put culture, money, the winning, and, and again, money at the end. Yeah, and money is, and look, there's no shame in that. I no. mean, but but to go to North Melbourne, I think I think that is a case of Clarko having a a fairly big influence. I put a, I put a few feelers out during the week, and it doesn't sound like anyone's changed their minds. No, I don't think regard. they would. Yeah, so um, I think you were spot on there, Skate. Well done, um, Fremantle. They're going to have to replace some of these players. Like, they can't have six players walk out the door and have just 17-year-olds roll back in, mm. right? Like, they will go to the draft, of course, but I, I, th- I think that pulls them back a, a notch if you lose five yep. uh, 24-year-olds and replace them with 18-year-olds. So, I haven't heard, to be honest, a lot of replacements. Josh Corbett from the Gold Coast Suns has been rumoured. I mean, Josh Corbett sort of played key Back through the midfield, he's been sort of a bit of a, I don't know, jack of all trades for Gold Coast. I don't see him playing for Fremantle if they go and get a Josh Corbett. I haven't heard many other players linked to Freo. No, that's been pretty quiet on that Luke front. Jackson, obviously. Luke Jackson, but, and, and look, this is not going to happen, I wouldn't have thought, given that he's just signed a new contract this year, but Logan McDonald misses out on the grand final. Now, mm. he fits their age demographic in terms of getting someone, he's had a couple of years in the system, but he would be a, a terrific Addition alongside Amos, you know, there's your your possible your future if you could. If you could go and get him, you see, I'd be putting more money and effort to go and get someone like him than a Luke Jackson. Which, as I'm saying it, sounds strange, but he's a key forward. Like he is nothing else but mm. a key forward. So that they aren't rolling around the league at the moment. Liam Jones is someone. This isn't free or West Coast. Liam Jones has been someone that I think people have forgotten about. He's coming back, isn't he? Yeah, it's Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Which I'm just thinking about key position guys. You know, that's a big get for them, isn't it? Absolutely. That's that's they need they need a key position back. Well, that they've. I mean, Johannesson's re-signed, which I was slightly surprised about. You mentioned Josh Dunkley, who won the fairest and best at the Bulldogs. Yes. And as uh, Bevo said, uh, <laughs> Brisbane's going to have to pony up yeah. for uh, Luke Power. Yeah. Who's the uh, list manager there? So going to have to pony up. <laughs> I love that. Well, it's fair enough as well. Yeah, correct. Um, all right, so that's Freo. That's all happening there. Colin Young has a fair bit to do what's going on. Uh, you know, he, he manages at least four of those guys. He loves this time of the oh, year. Absolutely. Well, I mean, this is what he's paid for. Exactly. This is his bread and butter. Um, and, I mean, show me the money last year on Stan. I saw that. I think there's he, a season two, by the way. Is there a season two? Well, the, the, there's not always um, success because Bobby Hill, as an yeah. example, didn't get where he wanted Rory to. Lobb. Rory Lobb didn't get to. So, yeah, you, you know, despite your best effort. But he, here's the thing. If you're contracted right like Rory was and is, yes. then you know, tough titties, as I said in the old days. I'm trying to think of. of yeah, no, you've <laughs> nailed it. Absolutely tough. No, titties. well, if, you, if you're contracted and then then suddenly the manager has put that contract in place, and yes. then you want to get out two years early for other, no other reason than you got a girlfriend on the east coast or you want to come home and see family. Well, bad luck. If yeah. the club wants to play hardball, I don't think. By the way, Belly. And Fremantle will go to the degrees they did last year. I think they'll find a suitable yes. deal to get into the Bulldogs. They have to take the position they're taking right now. Absolutely. Because they, he is contracted. And if they just say, oh, no, no, go for it, then it opens the floodgates for everyone else. But I've spoken about this before. I, I would like to see contracts uh, valued more than they are currently. They, Which they, is zero. They, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're not worth the paper that they're written on. Because... Uh, restricted free agency, unrestricted free agency. There are you know mechanisms for players to move around, but in reality, if a player comes to a club and says, I'm, "I don't want to be here," they pretty much have to trade him, hmm. unless like Rory Lobb, two years to go, and Freeman will dig the heels in and and convince the player that they actually do have something else planned for him. 
they're pretty much contracts. Who cares? Doesn't yeah. really matter what they're written on. Well, the Dockers actually, I think, will end up on the right side of this deal with Lobb because of what he did in 2022. Um, yeah. And he's contracted. Yeah. His value has certainly gone north as opposed to last year. They yeah. would, they'll get more from him this year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that, it's worked out well for them on that front. What about West Coast? Um, <laughs> I found this funny uh, during the week. Castore's uh, moved on from the footy club. New balance has oh, come in. So what is the go? I mean, I know there was a, there's always been an issue with the, the, the... Well, they never got their jumpers, mate. They did not get their jumpers this year. They did not get them. They were getting made at Burley Seacombe and they were branding them Castore this year. I don't know if anyone knows that, but yeah. I, I went out to the Burley Seacombe factory just randomly had a bit of a tour around I said, what's going on here? All the, all the West Coast are jumpers there. So oh, we make them. Castore can't make them. So we just put a Castore sticker over the top. Here's a naive question. Then that, why, it's why it's does apparel it, sponsorship. I know, but why don't the Eagles use... Uh, it's because it's the dollars that are associated with going with the big international brand as opposed to Burley Seacombe. Is, yep. that, is that how yep. it works? Yes. Okay. 100%. And hasn't quite worked out for West Coast. Uh, there was the Camel Chester debacle at the start of the year <laughs> where he was wearing an art smock when he got drafted. Uh, I, a spinnaker. I, I, I put it out on Twitter uh, that they didn't have socks. They didn't deliver them any socks, so they were bringing their own socks. Someone else wearing the wrong number or wrong... There was, oh, there was wrong numbers all year because they, because they couldn't produce the jumpers. So when, when all the COVID players were playing... Um, uh, no, you're talking... Paddy Nash wore like... Tom Cole's jumper, um, he wore like five different jumpers throughout the year. R- ridiculous. Because, you know, this, it is, you know, boots are a tool of trade that um, players, get, but jumpers and equipment is, is actually a tool of trade. There, there isn't many tools of trade in the AFL in terms of things that you can wear that may give you any difference. There's not really any boots. And if you're running around in art smocks, I don't think that's an advantage for the West Coast Eagles. But it's also nothing to do with their season that they have. So New Balance will be the new sponsors there. I think the boys will be happy they're with that. They're pretty reliable, aren't they? Well, but yeah, they've got good shoes. Good I'm not even sure where they're from, to be totally honest. They're not Australian, though, are they? New Balance. Sounds Australian. New Balance. But I'll tell you, it's a well-known brand. That's that's. And we're talking about jumpers. It's obviously October. Did you find out where... Uh, uh, Lakers Tavern. That's where the uh, the lads, the Southern the River Lakers Band, Tavern. Lakers Tavern. So get down there in Thornley. Uh, uh, Junior Rioli, is, that seems like it's set and forget, going to Port Adelaide. Um, uh, there's a bit of behavioural clause chat, but we'll get into that a little bit with... Speaking of the Eagles, just a, a bit of talk that uh, Jaden Hunt from Melbourne might be... In the, on the radar for the West Coast Eagles. 114 games, I think, for the Demons, 27 years of age. And what he does bring to the table is speed. I will tell you right now, here on the Shelter Footy Cast, he is going to West Coast. He was having dinner with a few people there last night. Well, why don't you tell me that before we start doing this? I, I, I Honestly, I told Dan, and you were late, and you missed that chat. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but, he brings speed yep. and a headband. So he'll be at West Coast. Yep. Um, he'll sign with West Coast... Uh, Next day or so, uh, once the uh, uh, free agency restricted agent um, window opens, so I'm, I mean that's happy with that. Uh, happy with that collection. I am. I'm, I'm su- I mean, I'm surprised he was inconsistently picked at at Melbourne for a period of time this year and last year as well. I think he's a really good player, and I think West Coast is the exact sort of player they need. And yeah, uh, probably poor by me not following along, but it was the, sort of the first time I'd heard about the last couple of days that he was on the radar, but. I can almost 100% confirm he'll be signing with West Coast. Yeah, well, so just on face value, it is exactly what they need, a bit of someone to, to break lines and, and just give them a bit of run. More half-back or wing? I would put him at half-back. Yeah, okay. West Coast have always had a pretty strong back line, so maybe they will use him on the wing. 
you know, because they they don't have the traditional wingers. Gaffy has been there for a long time, but he doesn't imagine Gaffy and him doing it. <laughs> well, Gaffy runs all day. No, he's, he's, he's never he's, had he's pace a gun. in his life. No, but he's a gun, gun player. I'm only taking the piss, but he, he oh. just just keeps going. He's just like Forrest Gump, just goes and goes and goes. Gaffy's such Gaffy would look at a recruitment like that, and he would first of all go. Like, oh, here we go. Here comes some little whippersnapper. But Gaffey is the most competitive bloke on West Coast list. And he'll be like, all right, we'll see how you go. You know, you know, how, how long can you run that can fast that, yes. for, son? Because <laughs> I'll just keep running at this pace the entire time. Uh, that's it. That's the uh, Western Australian side of things. We're going to get into a uh, bit of trade news after this. Will Schofield, Mark Redding, Shelter Footycast. Uh, there were a couple of best and fairest awarded over the weekend. Uh, Tom Lynch won the Jack Dyer medal at Richmond. Um, well deserved, I think. He had a great year. Yeah, it's just interesting. I know it's not the sound of uh, not the Brownlow medal, but full forward, a big forward winning yeah, true. a fairest and best is slightly unusual. He did have a really good back back half the year, didn't he? No, well, it, is, it is slightly unusual. Yeah, yeah, I mean Shay Bolton, I thought might have been in the mix. Oh, look, I'm just going off the top of my head. What? Or well, you just—he's you, your, your guy. Shay Bolton's your guy. Well, he's not a bad player. I just thought he might have been. Look, he probably finished top top five, which would be a, a you know a reasonable result. Can you have a look at that, please, Dan? So we uh, Shay Bolton. Uh, just just Google uh, Mark Redding's love child. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he finish? Man crush. Yeah. Uh, Jack Sinclair wins the St Kilda Best and Fairest, the Trevor Barker Award. Yep, had a very good season. Really good season, all Australian, unreal. And as you said, Josh Dunkley wins the Charles Sutton Award at the Bulldogs. Um, I think he pipped uh, Norton and Liberatore for the top three. Interesting because, oh, I'm not saying this would ever happen, but a bloke that's uh, nicking off, is it better to, to let him win the, the, the fairest and best award? Or do you? I have heard along the yeah. way that maybe votes get perhaps that's lost at club, well. club best and fairest land, depending on trade permutations, but good on them for not losing the votes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it signifies a bloody big loss for the Bulldogs. Their best player, you cannot argue, he, he's their best player, walks out the door. Just leaves. Mm. That's, that's well, he, he was either going to Port Adelaide or Brisbane, so he was gone. He wanted to go last, last year. year. Could have even got, wanted to go the year before yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's a it, saga. I've enjoyed the way he's handled it, though. It hasn't been controversial. He's uh, he's answered questions very directly. People asked him about the best and fairest. Would you be going? He's like, yeah, of course I am. I've been here for a long time. Got a lot mm. of teammates and friends in the house. Looking forward to saying goodbye to everyone. It's taking a bit more of a turn towards NRL land, where yeah. guys come and go, and it's just a, the norm. He just acted like it was normal, which through my history as a player, it hasn't been, but I think it's going that yeah, way, right? It has to. As you said, NRL does it. Uh, the, the soccer codes around the world, it's just uh, the way it is done. Um, but, yeah, just one quick one. I, I thought his partner played Nepal and Adelaide, so um, it's that's... Well, that one that's, maybe sh- that's correct, but his best mates with Adam uh, Trelaw, who lives away from his partner and 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 how, do you reckon, how long do you reckon you'd survive in those circumstances? No, not long. No, not not long. I, I mean, I, I struggle to look after myself at the best of times, and that yeah. no. Oh, you and I well, think behind an average man is a very very good woman. Well, that's and you and I summed up in one sentence. Correct, really. correct. So uh, I mean, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, again, these kids these days, I don't know. Um, Shea Bolton was fourth. Drew for fourth with Liam Baker behind Dion Prestia. Dion Prestia. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought he was injured for half the year, but um, yeah. he's a super player. And when he went off the ground in that elimination final um, yep. with the, the hammy, that Good might point. have been a big turning point. Meatball, they call him. 
Meatball? Yeah, it's a bit like a meatball. Okay. A meatball. A um, couple of trade uh, things that have happened. Jack Gunston, as we mentioned, going to Brisbane. So he'll join Dunkley and they'll get Ashcroft, the Will Ashcroft. Who's a gun. And he was terrific. I'm trying to think it was uh, prelim final. I was listening to, to some uh, stuff out of Melbourne and he was having a, a super game. I mean, he's going to be he's going to be ready to go. So they're going to be well, that's very well Three suited. players that walk straight into the team. Absolutely. And good players. Like Jack Gunston... He's never been a key power forward, but he's a straightener. He, he straightens your whole team up. He always I play I play I used to play on Gunson pretty much every time. He's a straight line runner, and he just he always hits up. He's very clever with his leading patterns, and he's a leader in the forward line. Like that's a really terrific addition for the Brisbane forward line. He'll complement um, Danaher with McStay out the door. Yeah, Hipwood's obviously still there. So Hipwood. So I think like those three, that's almost a better combination than with McStay because McStay, Danaher, and Hipwood are kind of all those big, trying to take a mark in a pack, whereas Gunston's that in-between guy. And you've got Charlie Cameron, Link McCarthy. They've got, look, it doesn't always transpire, but they have got the bones for what will be a, a really good team next season. Yep, absolutely uh, agree. I was with uh, Jared Lyons at the wedding of Ryan Davis on the weekend. Spoke to him. He had OP, has OP. So that's what he was ah. That's what he was copying at the back end of this year. He's completely off legs for most of this off-season. So. And we saw what happened with Elliot Yo in terms of trying to get yourself back in yeah. the short term. It's going to be... Because he's, he's 30 years old, Jared Lyons as well. He's not a young, you're not a young guy that can recover quickly. So um, it'll be... I, I thought immediately when he said that, Dunkley coming in, although you know they may be fighting positions, it's probably very good that they have a Dunkley coming in to cover his loss because he's a good player, Jared Lyons. True. Um, what else is going on? Jack Bowes. Um, th- that seems a really strange one. It's clearly a salary cap dump by Geelong. the Coast. Geelong are keen of on course. Him. Hey, how do they keep doing this? <laughs> what is the go? Why does everyone want to end up at Geelong? That, honestly, that they have to have come together like a Hawthorne did, and they have to be paying the stars less. Well, you heard the, the press conference with Joel Selwood a bit and, and Chris Scott was asked and he was, the coach was quite open saying, there's no question Joel could have got money, a lot more money elsewhere. Yeah. He's taken unders for a long time because... He wants to win. Of where we are now. So, Jack Bowes, it's a salary cap dump by Gold Coast. They're... Th- like, I understand it, but I almost don't understand. Why are they throwing him pick seven plus his... It's like, it's like take, take it... He was a top... Top ten pick, mm. plus pick seven, and we'll pay some of his salary. Pretty keen to get him out the door. Yeah, well, Tom Berry, there's talk that he might go from Brisbane to Gold Coast. So there's, yeah, there's obviously a plan in place um, at the Suns, and whether it's financially motivated or not. Jack Graham from Richmond, apparently in the sights of Port Adelaide, which would be an interesting permutation. And Jordan Degoe, um, is it a saga? Whatever it is, uh, he's been offered a contract by Collingwood, um, a good contract, five years apparently. Um, but they've got behavioural clauses in it. And the behavioural clauses from what's being reported aren't just be a good boy. Um, it's we can dump this contract whenever we want as we see fit. That's pretty much what it says from what I've read. So in our little PTI at the back end of this, gate, we're going to get right into that. But that's what's happening with that Collingwood situation. Does he look elsewhere because of where that is? Don't give me your views on the behavioural clauses. But uh, if he doesn't accept that from Collingwood... Does he look at a St Kilda? Well, they're the club that's been mentioned, isn't yep. it? Um, and they, again, St Kilda, they do, I'm not saying Dugowie's not a player you pick up, but St Kilda seems to be a club that will get a player of, you know, quality, but, you know, a couple of issues. Yeah. No, does that... that oh, absolutely. I don't yeah. know. I just don't... Sometimes they're recruiting with, with 
players, St Kilda, just it's a bit baffling. You can see what Fremantle's doing with their their, their drafts and how they've they've set up their club. Um, oh, look, Dugowie had a very good end of the season, so I'm hopeful that he will stay there. And I'll let me just let me just pull you up. He's just reportedly re-signed with Collingwood. Well, I saw that in the screen, so didn't you? I thought well, maybe maybe this is a typo. I, did, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Oh, but when I sat down here 24 minutes ago, he hadn't signed. Yeah, well, that's it's a good good result. Him re-signing with Collingwood, uh, whether he has uh, via Andrew McCormack at, at seven, by the way, um, that news is coming out. But whether he has re-signed with those conditions in place, uh, Scoey, uh, for Dugowie, is a very good question. No, he's very you good. Like that? How yeah, Scoey Scoey and Dugowie. Dugowie. Yeah, very good. He still thinks about Scoey, <laughs> actually, Dugowie. He's been thinking about it since 2018. <laughs> you did ragdolled him in an 18 grand. You Col- told me that. Yeah, he told me it too. <laughs> Collingwood's uh, Callum Brown, um, he's confident he can find new homes. So Callum Brown was delisted. The Both the Brown brothers were uh, delisted from Collingwood. Um, Geelong uh, put through their list changes. Quinton Narkle, probably the big, biggest of those. He's played 100 games of footy, Quinton Narkle, I believe. 100 games of AFL or 50? 50. No, 50. I thought, 50. 50. He's played 50. I thought it was 41 in six seasons. But Perfect. I stand correct. Well, you you sound like you know a lot more than what I'm talking about. I did radio yesterday. Otherwise, I would have struggled. That's what you're here for forty-one. Well, I, for some reason, I saw the amount of games he played, and I was very surprised. I thought he played less than that. So yeah, no, he's but he's been in the system there for six years. Um, I can't give you a definitive as as to whether he'll get another gig. But um, your thoughts? Have you seen enough of him to give a, an opinion? Oh uh, no, no. But when he's been in the side. Um, he's had some big games goal wise. He's kicked multiple goals mm. as that as that small forward. So there are there are always players that teams are looking for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the last one, Jacko Nelson spoke about him. Look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a Geelong went and picked up a Jacko Nelson. Um I think he can sort of be a player that you could get pretty cheaply that has played a hundred games. I know for a fact he's played a hundred games. Hundred and three, I right. think. Right. So to get someone who's had hundred and three games experience in the system that can look after their body, that can come back from a preseason, know what they're doing, that can be told what to do, that can look at a game plan, that can work with teammates. There is a lot to be said by 100 games of experience, whether you think they're going to be a superstar or not, which Jacko Nelson, probably not going to be a superstar, but can he be a, a good AFL player? I think he can. Well, I think what you're saying is with, with a player like Jackson, he goes to a good club and isn't in their best 22. But as we know, in the course of a season, yeah. things can change. Absolutely. You need guys like Jacko Nelson. You, you can't have uh, best 22 players and rookies. Mm. You have to have the guys challenging for selection. Like, you, you just can't get away from it. So, look, I'd be surprised if a club didn't at least look at him and, and maybe pick him up. Um, that's all the trade done and dusted here on the Shelter Footycast. Thought we might have a quick look at the Waffle Grand Final. We're both working it on the weekend. It's a yes. big, big game here in Western Australia. It'll be played at Leadville Oval. I know that one's right. Starts at 3 o'clock. It's going to be... I think it's a good thing it's being played away from Optus Stadium, in my opinion. Um, we said that last last on, mon- on Monday. West Perth v Claremont. Who wins this one? Yeah, look, it's going to be a ripper because Claremont's had some decent success against West Perth. The Falcons did it the, the short way by get, getting a win in the second semi-final over East Fremantle, straight into the grand final. Uh, they've got the issue of Mark Hutchings, who unfortunately five-centimetre tear in his hammy, so he's missing. Right, he's out, done. It, definitely done. I mean, right. he played in the second semi, I think, and, and stayed in the goal square after he injured himself just to help out on rotations. But uh, they've been terrific all year, West Perth, and deserve to go in favourites. Uh, lead of a level, going to be, what, 14, 15, Look, end of the day, it can be 27 degrees. The, the, the grass has been has been fixed. And some of the numpties that I've, I've, I've read on, on, on a Facebook page called Waffle On, mm. some of the absolute crap that they, the, you know, maybe I shouldn't read it, but they were carrying one in the middle of July. 
about and it was it was a lake. It was the, yes. the conditions were poor. Yes, it was winter though. Yeah, it, exactly. It was winter, <laughs> and this is a footy ground. Um, it, it looks to, great. It needed to improve. Let's be honest on that front. But come September, October, the work's been done. The grass has been laid. Um, and it's not going to be up to stadium. We know that because it hasn't got the capacity. The facilities aren't going to be as, as what we're used to at Optus Stadium. But I think in terms of atmosphere, I think you're onto something there. It'll be with West Perth there and a forecast of 26, it'll be a cracking day to they're, go along. They're shutting Oxford Street in Leadable, which are coming back from Europe, just to, just to rub it in a little bit more. I have wondered maybe we could do this more often in little precincts like Leadable, shut a few roads and have people... Just wander. Yeah, wander and get in between, get into the action. They do it in Europe a lot, mate. So I agree. It's good. It's going to be great. There, there, there'll be 15,000. Yeah, well, it depends. So how many they can squeeze? You stack, it, yeah, you stack, you stack fifteen, twenty over on the bank. Mate, you? they had twenty four thousand back in 19, the late nineteen seventies when they, when of course access was just no drama. So they're, they're going to allow people to take it. There's going to be marquees inside, so it's going to be really good. But going back to the game, West Perth, um, they've notoriously had a very good midfield. West Perth. Well, you think of Black Nelson yep. straight away as being as being absolute guns. Yep. So they're really good. Luke Meadows is terrific. Pole. Super in the in the in the Sandover, so their midfield's good. But then on the counter side, when you always look at Claremont, you've got Jai Bolton, who's played a bit outside the centre square at times this year. So too Bailey Rogers, but he's a star. Look, Ryan Lim has been um, elite for them as well. Um, ben Elliott, uh, Edwards. They, they, there's there's a bit to like about Claremont as, as they recovered from a horrendous qualifying final loss, which you remember that game against yes. East Romero. They were they were terrible, beaten by eight goals. Yes, but they won the next week. Beat East Fremantle the next time they met, and now they're in a GF. The next time we saw Claremont, they clearly learnt a lot from that East Fremantle game. They weren't playing finals footy; they were still playing that during you know during the season type footy where you can flick it around and you know make an error, and nothing really happens. Finals footy, no matter what grade it is, is a very different type of footy. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be great fun calling. Um, I believe I don't know if this is your doing or not. I'll, I'll be. Am I allowed to talk about this bottom point? Am yeah, no, 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 so I've, yeah, no, I'll get asked by somebody uh, at the commission who I should throw up for the, the Simpson medal as a judge. And I thought, well, who knows very little about the waffle? I thought... Uh, <laughs> no, <I'll>, <laughs> so <laughs> he said Lee Spur. <laughs> exactly. It's very one of, oh, no, he's not. He's not. No, no, so I think it's Tony McHale's going to do it. Booba. Uh, Booba. <clears throat> alongside a good self. So um, and you, been, I, know, I know you're joking. But I've done a couple of those uh, medals. I think it was Sydney West Coast. It was the HMAS uh, Sydney or whatever yeah. it was. And I got asked, and I did it, but I was actually quite stressed during the match. Without you, think, you think I'm joking? I'm not, I'm not joking at all. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's a I'm stressful nervous. experience because obviously you don't want to, you know, there's only two of you. And if, say, if Puppy yeah. chooses three votes, um, Shane Nelson, two votes, Aaron Black, and one vote, Joy Bolton, and you've got uh, three votes, Anton Hamp. Yes, correct. <laughs> someone who hasn't, you know, it's, it's stressful. I'm, I'm hoping, <laughs> I honestly hope someone kicks 10 goals, makes and has 30, and they win the Simpson medal. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's the first time I've ever. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, no, no. Well, you, you know your footy, so I think uh, it'd be great for you. Uh, just, just watch for the backman. That's all I'll say. <laughs> hey? and, uh, and I'll be Brian good. Lake time, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that'll be a good game. West Perth v, v Claremont. Get down there if you're not doing anything on the weekend. It'll be good fun. I'm sure. There'll be a couple of shelters flowing, flowing around a little bit. I'm sure. Geez, they... at full time, I'll tell you, we might just uh, have to have to get amongst that because uh, that's it's footy season. Footy season always done. Men's so. side of things. The AFLW though, yeah. that's that's still going along nicely. I think the competition as a whole. It's really it's improving. The, the 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 standard of footy is improving. There's more people going to games. It's a family orientated game because it's like the waffle. You can get out there with your kids and have a kick. Um, 
we've called a few games together. I've called some games with Fox Woody. I, I think the product, there, there's more people playing fantasy AFLW. There's more people betting on AFLW. There's more people watching on TV. The product as a whole is improving. Is it, is it uh, next to the men's competition? No, it's not. But it's it's not at ground zero either. I, I I'd, as the AFL, I'd be I'd be happy with the product that the AFLW is right now. Yeah, look, I think you're right. It's it's improving. Um, there is, look, if I'm being being totally honest, if you you're watching a, a Colts side play on on yep. the weekend uh, here in the Waffle, they would dismantle any AFLW side. So you, you put it into context. But by you know sometimes you know sport like this isn't just about the here and now it's about what it's doing for generations to come what i would say is that why do the rules have to be exactly the same as, as the men in terms of why i'm trying to find well, a way to increase not. the scoring well they're not there's only 16 players on no the well i would say yeah that's but in they, terms they of bring the boundary throw ins 10 meters they in. do but the ground size is still significant i think what but, do you think bring bring well in? i'm just trying to think of ways to transition the footy is it a case of being able to run 20 meters before having a bounce I, just something to enable the ball to get from a to b hmm. a bit quicker a bit easier now i'm not saying what the answer to it but the, the, the issue that I see on Adelaide kicked a, a record score the other day, 97 points or something like that, but goals. When you're getting two goals, what was it, the, the derby, three goals apiece. Yeah. I mean, because we're used to, it's a, it's a yeah. high-scoring game, whether it's men or women, we want to see goals. Yeah. So, I mean, solutions, yeah, there, there's rule-based solutions and then there's the development of the game. You know, the, you, yep. you can't shy away from it. Um, the girls need to get better at footy, which I think they are, which is what I was saying. I think they are getting better, but that's not going to be a quick fix. No. A rule change would be a quick fix. Can you open the game up more? Um, did, uh, at, at one stage, did we bring the uh, the goal square out like another 20 metres, like 15 metres? I think there's Remember? talk of that. I'm not sure. Remember, that was in the AFL men's competition. Yeah, Remember there was like a double goal square at one yeah, stage? Yeah. I think probably more like that. Do you shorten the ground? I don't. I don't think so. No, it's going to be hard to short. I mean, shorten the ground because they're playing essentially at, at AFL grounds. Or so. quite honestly, the skill level is a big reason why goal scoring is low. Um, what I will say, what I will say yeah. is, and you've been to a couple of AFLW games. I've been to that and Waffle W. What they lack in skill, they are. Uh, stupidly, I say this, stupidly yep. courageous at times. They just have no regard for their bodies when it comes to running back with a flight. Uh, you know, Kiara Bow is just a tackling machine. So full of admiration for the way they go about it physically. There's a game in Western Australia this week. Fremantle play Melbourne 12-10 at Freo Oval. So get down there. Uh, I think that's on Sunday, I believe. I of course, Hawthorne have got the Eagles at Skybus Stadium at uh, 4 or 10 p.m. So uh, a bit of footy for, for your AFLW converts. NBL starts this yeah. week. Uh, Wildcats had their launch last night. Uh, big Hutchies in town to uh, just drum up some support and hopefully Come get... down and see the boys down at Sports Day? Just, no, I haven't seen him. I'm sure he'll be uh, t- t- ticking in there at some stage. But no, Wildcats... John Really, the new coach. Of course, they've made some roster changes, which was always going to happen. Uh, end of the day, they've got Bryce Cotton and they've got the Brisbane Bullets on Sunday afternoon, which uh, the Wildcats are a great organisation. We love them. Are they, as a team, are they slated to go well this year? Are yes. they slated? Yes. They, they seem like they always are. Yeah, well, they are. I mean, bear in mind. the finals for the first time in 30 odd years. 30 years last yeah. year. So you look at <coughs> Sydney Kings. Defending champs will go well. Melbourne United always about the place. Wildcats, um, you just just historically, they'll bounce. I mean, 
last year was you know the COVID restrictions. They, I think they they lost. Um, was it Vic Law lost someone late late in the in the piece? Anyway, they they had some personnel issues, uh, but I, I'd be extremely buoyant about the fact they're making the playoffs. Very good, love that. Okay, Mark Reddings, Will Schofield, Shelter Footy Cast. We're going to get into a bit of PTI here, and there's a good one coming up. We're just going to do the one right now, and it's a good one, I think. Behavioural clauses in contracts are a good thing. Yes or no, Skeet? And where do you sit on the whole Jordan Goey thing? Sounds like he's signed for Collingwood, uh, but there was debate around the behavioural clauses included in his contract. Well, I think there are behavioural clauses in any job you do, Will, in, in terms of if I'm working for, uh, you and I working for Channel 7 doing the, doing the waffle, for instance, um, albeit not full-timers, but if you're a full-time employee, yeah, if you get done for drink driving, if you're charged with assault, if you are um, bringing the company into disrepute, I mean, that's all just a given. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be a footballer. So uh, there are uh, behavioural clauses just known in society, in, in jobs. So why shouldn't there be for, for footballers? Well there, well, there is. Like in any standard given playing contract, there are behavioural clauses and there are actions that clubs can take, actions the league can take and actions the AFLPA can take from suspension to fines to and so they're all mandated across the league for sure. players it's not like players get to run around doing whatever they want it may seem like that no 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 90% as you know 99% of players correct. are clean skins but, but, it, but it's not like there aren't behavioural clauses this this Collingwood one was above and beyond what's in the standard regular contract it was like a standard contract that every player signs and then they had um, Annex A and it was like it said if you stuff up, we're, we're, it doesn't matter what you do. And if we think it's a reason to cut your contract, we're cutting it. I, regardless of Jordan Ngoi's behaviour, regardless of his history, regardless of what he's done, I don't think that's a fair thing for him to sign. I think it, I think it was a good thing that he didn't sign it in the first place. Now, I don't know if it's been removed out of the contract, the we're, one that he yeah, signed. We're not sure, are we? That's, but but how, how can you have that on someone, regardless of what they've done in the past, that... it. it it doesn't matter what you do in the future. If you do something we think you're out of here, you're out of here. Well, now, why, why would you sign that? He's had a few chances, though. I mean, when I say chances, he has been... I mean, you don't get taken to a lock-up in York. He's, he's had... No, but it, has, he was not charged, char- no, whatever that was. He, he might have been charged with, but I'm telling you... So, he's, something happened, yes. Yeah, so... And, and, look, Bali, to me, was a, a, a beat-up, I think. In, social in his, media. Yeah, social media. But again, the point... He's at, the Going back, he has had a, a couple of little convictions next to his name. I'm talk, not talking criminal convictions, but yep. just little little black marks next to his name. I've got no issue. I mean, if, he, if he's well-behaved, that annex that you talk about doesn't come into play. So just behave yourself. I think so. I mean, he's, look, he's playing such good footy at the moment. Collingwood, that, and that shouldn't, that shouldn't override behaviour. No. Which, which, like, some people, oh, well, he's a good footballer. That, I, I, was, I will put the line in the sand there. It doesn't matter if you're a good footballer or not. You can't be doing things wrong. Yeah, exactly. So no, I, we, we beg to differ. I've got no issue with the club, given his background, just to put that in place. Now, whether it needs whether that's been adjusted with the contract, um, not sure. But it's a good result for Collingwood and, and for Jordan to go. I, I don't think it would serve much purpose for him to go to another club. Very good. Um, if you want to send us your stories, you want to say, ask us a question, send us an email, footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Follow us on socials. Watch us on YouTube. Listen to us as a podcast. 
we're done and dusted. Skeet's going to need some... You're going to get... I reckon you're going to get a nice sleep after this weekend. You've got the grand final coming up. You've been working very hard for the AFL men's competition, AFLW coming, NBL coming. Are you going to get a rest, Skeet? Yes, I'm going to Bali in a couple of weeks, although I am booked with a jet star, so there's no guarantee that I'll get there. <laughs> but if I do get there, Scoey... I'm not sure I'll get back before the Melbourne Cup. You, you, you'd be happy with that. Oh, not no, Melbourne Cup. I want to get the Melbourne Cup. Very important. But yeah, so uh, Jetstar, if you've got any sense of sense of um, just humanity, just make sure that there's a lot of people stuck up there still. No, I'm serious. It's been an absolute bun fight. I, I reckon I'd just. Stay I know you've, you've had some issues. I, as I would well. just. I would just stay in Bali. Jetstar absolutely cooked me <laughs> over the weekend. So Jetstar, get on one. Uh, travel, and sport, <laughs> travel and Sports Australia. Exactly, yeah. Paul Ramsey, the team. Travel and Sports Australia. Well said, Scully. Uh, Scully, Scully. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.